I went to the pub and it's uh, a Green King pub, right? Right. We went there because there's a really good player for Evelyn. We had to get out of the house. And so we went into this pub and I saw a beer which was, um, it was called Treacle Stout. I'm like, ooh, that seems interesting. And it's by, um, it's a collaboration between Green King and Cockshaw, who are a Bristol mm -hmm. brewery. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm well in the mood for a stout. It's dark outside. It's miserable. I'm going to have a stout. And the bloke pulled it for me, and I'm looking at it, thinking that's not, that is not a stout. There's absolutely no way it's a stout. It was, at best, it was it was brown. And I mean, it was, and I also, tasted it, I'm like, this is, this, is not a, this is not a stout. This is a bitter yeah. of some kind. And I said, look, it's not a stout, is it? He's like, oh, no, it definitely is, definitely is. I, I put the barrel on myself. I, I know it's exactly right. I'm sure you... Are you sure you haven't mixed this up with one of the other lines like and uh and i'm like he's like oh no no no, no. I'll, I'll go and check and i'm like nah fuck this i'm fucking i'm so tired i've been stood here for fucking 15 minutes waiting to get served um so i'm like nah i'm done i'm done I'm done so i just went back to my table uh and then we went to order some food so i went back to the bar and the bloke whispered something to the girl that was serving me and then scampered off very quickly because he clearly hadn't <laughs> been back to take a look no more was said about it. He never said anything. But I did see a little bit of paper which said, these are the four beers we currently have on at the moment. You know, stuck to the, the till. Yeah. And absolutely next to the name Treacle Stout was the blackest of black little pictures of a pint that you could possibly see. Like, yes, that is a stout. What has been portrayed on this piece of paper <laughs> is absolutely a stout. I wait till someone else orders one of the other beers that he's just put on, and they get this black, thick, treacle yeah. stout, and get very confused. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they won't know the difference. They'll be like, "Oh, this, this, this <laughs> and that's it. This, this is the darkest lager I've ever had." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. What's happened to San Miguel? Brexit, mate. I think it's Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Like, oh, this is a bit colder than I usually have. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, it's a different beer entirely. <laughs> like, oh, I'm used to just pouring sludge down my throat. It's just different sludge. Yeah. And with that, welcome to Tanked Up <laughs> podcast, Everybody's all about recording, right? Video yeah. games and beers. All right. Yeah. I'm Ben, and that's Lucy and Adol. Yeah, I interrupted awkwardly, but you could just mute that channel at some point, I suppose. I mind. There is, there is my game, and there's me, and there's no proximal notion. I'm definitely not near, let alone on my game. Is what I'm saying. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. We've so uh, I don't know. I don't know when I'm gonna get to put this out. Whether I'm gonna stick with the same release day to give myself a little bit of time. Depends on what we talk mm. about, whether it's relevant to you know the world and society and the news cycle and all that sort of stuff. But this is the first night we're recording on a different night. We've we've shifted it a little bit earlier in the week. <gasps> I I'm know. still just as tired. <laughs> I think I'm more tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I get fuck this. Yeah. No. 
It's a bad experiment. It's flawed. <laughs> yep. Shortest We've episode already. ever. Welcome least... to the next step. We are all <laughs> fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> At least by Thursday, we're in that. Oh, just one more day. But also, like, the weekend's coming. Yeah. yeah it's it's this is like an excuse to, like, wake myself up. And now it's just like, mm. fuck, how is it? Only Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if this lasts. We'll see when the podcast actually goes out as well. Let's open winged some up. beers. Winged up, tied up, cry babied up. I oh, know. Unless anyone's talking about Nintendo, I don't know. Um, I've got a beer, um, and it's from a brewery. I can't remember. I know one of you have had this brewery before on the podcast. I'm not sure which one of you, but I've never had a beer from them. It's Mad Squirrel, um, oh, yeah. and it is. I think Ew. it's called it, it's called Sumo, but with a, a dollar sign for the for the S, mm. um, and it is an American Pale Ale. It's only four point seven percent, so it's a, a smaller beer, uh, and it says named after the two heavyweight hops that battle it out in this brew, Summit and Mosaic. Mm. Sumo, uh, dollar Rumo? no. Just sumo, I'm guessing. We'll wrestle your taste buds with a flavour combo of tropical fruit, dank herbs, and weighty bitterness. Other beers may enter the ring, but sumo will be the last brew standing. Sure. As I said, it's 4.7%. It's 43 IBUs. 440 mil can. Uh, where are Mad Squirrel from? North, like Yorkshire. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah. Hertfordshire, Hertfordshire. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, at least you got the country right. Yeah, that's true. Somewhere that's true. in the UK. I'm gonna open this. Adol, what are you drinking? Oh, um, I'm drinking a New England pale ale, um, called Juicy 4 p.m. by One Mile End. Oh, nice. Uh, it is... Four point nine percent. Got there in the end. Um, well, yeah, I just can't read. Uh, it is unfiltered, unpasteurized, uh, one mile, and is based in good old Nodnall, capital of this backwards country. <laughs> Um, oh yes, good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I have a tiny mm. glass. I it backwards. Yeah. Mm. Not, not. I, also, I also have a tiny glass mm. today. I've gone for the little the, the last year's. Well, no, this year's. In fact, this year's. Uh, sure, rub it in. I didn't get to go. It feels this like year. last year. Um, <laughs> it does. Yeah. It's yellow. It's pale. Good. It's a little opaque. Actually, nice. quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, Lizzie, what is on your menu tonight? Uh, nothing. I haven't had craft beer in what seems like a millennium. <laughs> I've been <laughs> surviving on Founders. Oh no! God knows how long. And I think that's why I'm just drained. I haven't had <laughs> any. Good, <laughs> that's good, it. <laughs> I haven't had hops in my diet. Me surviving on your, gin your, your, and prosecco. Your belly's all out of whack. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't antibodies, your probiotics, everything is gone. Mm. It's, all, it's all just. I need my yeast back. Mm -mm. That's the sentence I didn't Whoa. think I'd hear. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. Yeah. Um, 
I, I'm looking to uh, go to my beer shop tomorrow after work because it's half term, less traffic. Won't take me two hours to get there. So I'm looking to do that. And finally, I haven't had a, I haven't had a drink in like a week and a half. I haven't Ooh, had a craft beer. A drink? Yeah. Um, I, I had a craft beer a week and a half because I, I went somewhere and I was like, I was like, ran up to the bar and I was like, do you have any craft beer? For love of God. And they're like, what? <laughs> Didn't even look at anybody. Craft beer? Craft beer. Yeah. Of course I got some craft beer. Yeah. I was like, for the love of God, do you have any craft beer? <laughs> and and the, uh, the nice lady, she was, um, she said, how about this? I have this. And I was like, um, I was already not, I wouldn't say slightly impaired, but I, I had a, you know, some, 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 some drink on. before that. But it tasted good, you know? I was like, mm. yes, this will do. What was it? What was it? I can't, I can't remember. Uh, I think it was oh, she, she, she just, uh, it was quite loud, so I couldn't hear what, she, you know, what uh, oh, yeah, the sure. names were. Um, but it tasted good. I was like, she, she, she did a, she, she did good by me. And suggested nice. something that was actually nice. Excellent. But I need like, I need like day just straight into my veins. Um, yeah, fair. To feel normal again. Don't we yeah, all? makes yeah. sense. Uh, makes sense. Just hook good. it. Okay, to me. We will. We'll send some. We'll send a emergency supply. Care package. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get you back on track. Um, <laughs> so, the beers we have tonight, the sumo from Mascarol, doesn't give me a huge amount off the nose. There's barely anything. I don't know whether it's just the the tiny, tiny little opening at the top of the glass. Could have thought it would have shot the 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 smell up through, but not getting much on that at all. Uh, it's very, very pale, straw-coloured, mm. a little sort of um, or a, a little lemony, almost a little sort of yellow tint yeah, to yeah. it. Um, it is hazy. Um, it's not sort of a thick uh, beer, but it's definitely definitely got a bit of a haze to it, um, a little bit of carbonation. Um, but on the on the flavour, it, it does have the things that it said on the back. So it's got those tropical fruits. It does have a little bit of dankness to it. But actually, the first thing I'm hit by is a bit of a sweetness. I don't know whether that's in there or you know just a, a, an outcome of the combination of the hops but or, or something that they've tried to put at the front just to kind of balance out everything else perhaps hmm. but it's kind of hmm I, it's, I think it's a little bit of the sweetness of the fruit so it's a little bit orangey getting a little bit of citrus um, I can't really put my finger on the tropical fruits that it is you know it does lean into the into a bit more of a dank sort of finish um you know, not much bitterness on there hmm. but it kind of i don't know it's edging on that quite light almost um like fruit kind of squash level of um of beer um just with that that little bit of dankness and a little bit of bitterness coming in sort of more towards the end so i don't know maybe as i get through it i might um might impress me some more, might grow on me a little bit as I become a bit more uh, accustomed to it. But mm -hmm. so far, it's just a little bit kind of... Yeah, well, it's absolutely... It is, it is a beer, absolutely. It's just yeah, a very, very light beer. That's true. That's very true. Uh, how is how's your beer, Is it doing the beer thing? Uh, it is. Uh, so I'd say it's a little more straw a little less of the deep yellow than yours but also yep. quite opaque uh 
the head is just sat there like a mm. like a full finger ahead it's been like two minutes nothing's changing nose is a little citrus almost almost too it's almost like lemon cleaner like just that initial whiff not the strong like yeah. like the initial whiff of a lemon cleaner um not the str- like the the body nose of it the body mm. nose good lord mm. um, <laughs> i like the face yeah. nose yeah <laughs> it's um super refreshing it's got a i think because of that um slightly higher carbonation than i'm used to um it's it, that and again it's a nice strong light citrus hit it's just zippy uh, that's how mm. i would say it's yeah. zippy beer um and then when the there's a bit of other fruits going on but not a lot i'd say it's mostly this tropical not tropical this light citrus paired with uh, a medium maltiness yeah that sort of as when the zip disappears you get this lovely oh yeah the malt's there and then it fades off and you're left with um again like a a light lemony like again not super tart lemon but like almost like um uh kind of like a lemon cough drop but back yeah. seven steps yeah so just a light version of that just again it's it's not super lemony but it has that i want to say artificial citrus notion but like i just mean in the sense of the type of citrus taste not the artificiality yes yeah um i got that yeah mm-hmm. you wouldn't clean your toilet with it uh no i would drink mm. it instead um <laughs> But yeah, and so I, I actually like like it's a light biscuity maltiness, but like again, the whole thing is light, really easy to drink, and because of the um, that lightness and that like not super tart um, citrusy note uh, and that zip, it, it's like I'm I'm reaching for it real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just really satisfying, and in a way that I haven't had a beer in a while that was just to be honest, it's like reminds me of spring. Mm. Nice. Like it just, it's like it's very far away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a nice cognitive dissonance with w- wearing the furs and Oh, we've got the dark season to get through yet, so you yeah. want you kind of want to get all the spring slash summer where you can, really, don't you? Yeah, it's but just also, and like very cold. Peak oh, stuff. mate, it's been yeah, so it's cold, been so cold in here today. Two, as soon as the clocks went back. The, it's the this temperature just dropped froze. like five degrees. Well, yeah, it's like froze. yeah, it's just like yeah, yeah. Oh, everything's just gonna go to hell now. <laughs> I, I just need to see. I just need to make myself feel better vicariously by looking at. Oh yes, it's ne- minus three in Calgary, and it's gonna snow all week. Yep, cool. <laughs> Happy again. Oh, God, what is Although, it here? Like ten. Uh, no, it, Nine, was, it was like, eight, single day. It's like eight degrees. Today. Today. It? So, so this morning it was five when I woke up and left the house. Okay. Uh, or at least that's what the machine machine in my pocket mm. said. Mm. So the forecast the, uh, temperature in Bristol was was five in the morning. Mm. Five mm. at seven in the morning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Six move away. I mean, the plus side is I can just open my window and put beers outside on the sill. <laughs> yeah. And I won't have to go downstairs to get more beers. <laughs> That's fair. Last yeah. January. You just get water out the tap and it's cold. That's ice in it, so that's nice. Yeah, the one good my... thing about winter. Nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, mm. I agree. 
So, let's talk about something that's good all year round, hopefully. Games, games, games. Ooh. Unless people have beer to talk about. I don't know. Uh, Adult, let's start with you this week. If you do have something to talk about. This is going on YouTube, so I thought I would Ooh. do an unboxing. <laughs> this is okay. a podcast first. Oh my god, what game have you got? Oh, it's, it's, not, it's, it's sort of an unboxing. An unwrapping? <laughs> an unenveloping? Luigi's Mansion 3. I wish, although hilariously, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, by peer pressure of the internet and curiosity... Ooh. Oh! I didn't know that was out on a disc, but that makes sense. Yeah, I figured yeah. I could resell it, mm. so I bought a physical copy. <laughs> nice. How much was it? If, like 40, Is it a full price? Oh, yeah, so it's 40, a... Yeah. So it's a... Is it full price or is it mid price? Full price, right? Yeah, forty quid is is still sort of full price, really, is isn't it? it? I thought that was like I don't know. I haven't bought a physical game. Wait, in, you know, it was a like forty years. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say anywhere from forty to fifty is full price these days. You know, yeah. I mean, you is kind it of not right on PC Game Pass. Oh, so it is, but I don't have a computer that can run anything. Oh, yes. Oh, and so sad. I thought, you know what? I'll buy a physical copy, mm -hmm. and then I will resell it. Because okay. what I've heard about this game... Oh, fuck. For those listening, we're being assholes. It's the Outer Wilds. Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds. <laughs> Which one? one Which one? It's, they're both, they're both it's, different. Yeah. They both come out this year. Um, the, the Outer Worlds. World. And they're like the same game with different genres. Mm. Um... The Outer Worlds, uh, I've heard really good things, uh, yeah. and I've heard it was a tighter, not super broad story, so I thought, oh, I can finish it, and it doesn't sound like there's a lot of value in, like, wandering about afterwards, because it's not quite as expensive as, like, the Fallout games were. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I might be able to turn around on this game while it's useful to sell it used. Mm. So I will gamble on that. Having said that, to answer your question, Ben... I haven't really played a game this week. <laughs> <laughs> the intention is there, though. Yeah. You've purchased. Yeah. You've purchased a game. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll, I did start um, game. Uh, the Legend of Zelda: A Link's Awakening on the Switch. Yep. And I got a few minutes in, and then I put it down. And then the next time I picked up my. Um, Switch, it was like, we have an update, and I didn't realize that it, it hadn't auto, it doesn't have autosave, it just has save whatever, and I lost all the progress I oh. had done. Which Damn. luckily was only like 20 minutes or something, but I was just yeah. like, well this is just real annoying, because I have to mm -hmm. do the only thing I've done in this game again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Which was like, yeah, I went straight to the shop, I got the Yoshi doll, I got like, uh, I didn't, I, I like, that weird physics Mo claw. Yeah, it was so like, so bad. It's terrible. Yeah, it's but like... I like. <laughs> I did. I got the piece of the heart from there. I got the thing. Did that quest bit, and I was like, cool. And now it's like, oh, I don't want to fucking deal with that crate again. I fucking dealt with it enough. I don't need to deal with it again. I mm. need to deal with it again. Yeah. One more go at least. He's calling you. Oh wow. Oh yeah. So, uh, that. <laughs> That's just a generic amiibo in Breath of the Wild, uh, which people were complaining about, apparently. Oh, what? That the Link's Awakening amiibo didn't unlock no. anything in Breath of the Wild. It's like, the game came Who out after the amiibo? other game. 
Who uses Amiibo for that purpose? Not I any mean, sane human being I know. You you don't get all your Link and Zelda Amiibos and plug them, touch them against Breath of the Wild to see what kind of costume or weapon you get. Uh, get, get your I special fish recipe. Breath of the you? Wild since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when it came out? Yeah. Yeah, and I locked it in my. Oh, that's that was nice box, mental box, and mm. threw it in the ocean. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I think about that game more, I just remember how frustrated I was by some parts of it. So I just keep so, it in that uh, nice has, place say, part of my brain. So at the time, you were pretty effusive despite those things. Is it that you're effusive, worried that you remember? Like, you liked the game. Like... Yeah, I mean in like a positive way or Yeah yeah. Abusive <laughs> usually means positive. It is usually has a positive connotation. Um I really like the exploration in that game. Yeah. It's one of the only games where I've wanted to explore the world. And that's that's it. I mean have you Story played Assassin's Creed One? <laughs> no, actually. I I've played two onwards. That's probably right. Yeah, mm. that's fair enough. Assassin's Creed one was not Great. I no. didn't have a, a, a console uh, when it came out, I believe. Mm. Yeah. So I started with two. Because I really wanted an Xbox because of Assassin's Creed, but um started on the second one. Anyway. Um, two is, a, two is a great game. Yeah, anyway. two is very good. Um, I mean, it's no... Oh, I can't even remember what those middle shitty ones were. Revelations? Revelation. I like Revelations. Yeah, what was the one between Revelations and 3? Brotherhood. I like That's the one I was trying to think of. No, that, I, I really like the Ezio trilogy. Really? Yeah, I like 2, Brotherhood and Revelations. Black Flag? 3 was awful, and then I just stopped playing. <laughs> I haven't played Black Flag, because... Free was just god awful, and I like dipped in now and then. I was like, Oh, this is still the same thing, you know. It, yeah, it still feels like a game that was made in like 2007 because Ubisoft can't make good playing games. Uh, nope, period. Wait, are you saying you haven't bought and played the shit out of Tom Clancy's TM Ghost Recon? Break, break, break points. Point. Oh, I was like, oh, I've only lost heard it. bad things, and by the looks of that game, it looks like a bad thing. Yeah. So. I mean, so I don't. I still occasionally watch zero punctuations reviews. Yeah, and I, I watch those more and the, more often yeah. these days. The, I, I thought that one was good. The one for Breakpoint was great because it <laughs> yeah. just like the first half was just about. The fact that Tom Clancy's corpse is somehow making video games and writing video games. It's like, yep, you got it right. So why it's not Tom Clancy? It's Tom Clancy's TM. <laughs> the trademark known as Tom Clancy has put out another game. Yeah. Um, it's, it's bizarre. I, I, I want to splinter cell from them, but I don't trust Ubisoft at the moment. Because they make games that are just far too generic. In mm -hmm. every single way. That's uh, yeah. because they need to avoid politics. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh god, it's meant to sell no politics. Oh. <laughs> yeah, can you wait? Anyway, oh, well, I uh, seem to wait. not I work for wait. the division. Yeah, I really like the South Park games. Mm. I enjoy those. Mm. And that's it. Because they've stopped the UB art ones. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they did, didn't they? They said they weren't going to go back to them as well. Or yeah. no, not the UB art ones, but at least they said they weren't going to go back to 
smaller games mm-hmm. that, um, you know even things like um, what was it grow home and, and stuff like that you know those smaller yeah. experiences um, which were made I think by you know my by smaller teams I don't know whether it was um, you know newer setup teams or just uh, little teams that were working on other things yeah. and then weren't needed so moved on to sort of like a small project but yeah they, mm-hmm. they came out and said that they weren't going to do smaller projects which, which seems absolutely insane um, yeah because I... the thing with Ubisoft is that I've always respected them about is that they will always have new IP but yeah. now they're in a place where that new IP just means it's going to be like a leadership yeah. with a different mm. with a different TM <laughs> Or a, um, uh, or a different Tony skin. Hawk's TM smash a ball around someone's <laughs> yeah. head. I mean, to be honest, that would be pretty fun. <laughs> um, I, like I actually do have a piece game. of news um, mm-hmm. that I forgot that was going to be the thing I brought to the podcast. Spoiler alert, I had uh, a pint and a half of Arbor's lovely session IPA, the Shangri-La, before I'm Ooh, getting nice. home. Uh, and I just plum forgot that I there's the thing. Um, yeah. Did you know that um, EA games are coming to Steam? Yeah. Oh, did you? Yes. I literally just heard it. Yeah. Uh, and that EA Access is coming also to Steam. Makes sense. So they will be selling mm. their EA Access thing via Steam. So I think. It's, it's weird, though. It's just like, oh. Instead of on our free launcher, why don't you download another free launcher and still pay for the same stuff? Oh, I mean, I think they've realized <laughs> that they <laughs> fucking kill Origin. Yeah. Um, That's weird, but, but yeah, makes I mean, sense. the problem is that uh, these Bring are still... Se- they're, the they're Sims two- to Steam. Right? I mean, yeah. I think that would win a lot of things. But That's, that's half of their revenue. They're not... They haven't officially given up on Origin. They're just recognizing that they need to be on multiple storefronts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Basically, they're realizing that kind of what um, Microsoft's been saying for a while, but with respect to backwards compatibility, like we want our games to be accessible in whatever yeah, ways we want to buy our games. Yeah, because that just means more money. Um, Don't care where you buying them. The money's absolutely. still coming back to our. Uh, Central account. Yeah. I want them to say Origins dying in a fire. Actually, I don't care. But like, I, I really want these. Like the next level, we have cloud computing. We have all these other things. Just fucking. You mentioned this in your article the other day, but just fucking let me cross pollinate. Mm. If I want to choose to use Steam, and you have this, I own this game on Origin. Just let mm. me fucking install it through Steam. Yeah. And carry saves over. Absolutely, yeah. I think that is it is good what God Galaxy is, is trying to God Galaxy two point is trying to yeah. um, trying to achieve by bringing all of your all of your accounts into one place. I mean, I very much appreciate um, you know opening that up and um, and going okay, I could I could here is everything I have installed on this mm-hmm. hard drive. I I can launch any of them through this one launcher. Fantastic, yeah. um, you know it, it allows me to see the games I own on PlayStation and tracks um, like trophy data. I think it tracks friends over as well. But obviously, I can't yet launch a game through that. You know, it doesn't doesn't pop yeah. up with remote play 
and then launch into a, a game like that. It's not reading off of the same hard disk. Right. So um, it, we're not we're not quite there yet um, by having every single library you could ever own on everything in, in kind of one place. Um, but we're starting to we're starting to get somewhere with having a unified um, a unified base. But even then. I, if I just downloaded God Galaxy, if I was new to PC gaming and I just got Galaxy 2.0, I couldn't play games on Steam. I'd still have to get Steam or Epic or Origin or Uplay and sign up to them and buy the games through those services and then yeah. go back to Galaxy to launch them from. It's essentially just uh, a data, it's just like a big list of all of your games which mm. you can launch them from. You still need everything else to purchase through to see sales. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's, sales it's, is the big one. So yeah, absolutely. One wish list and it just tells oh, me, God, yeah. oh, this is cheaper on oh, Steam. That would be so good. That's exactly yeah. what I want, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then I'm having to compare, it's like, oh, can I get that on Steam for cheaper than it is on Switch? It's like, of course, the Switch tax. And it's like, oh, let me get this here and there. Yeah. It'll all happen in the seamless future where we all log into a hive mind and then be like going into Tron and just picking from... Yeah, be nice. Blink, blink three times, and you're just suddenly there, like. Yeah. And when there's something in your eye, you're like, "No, stop taking me to my home screen. Stop adding something in my eye. It's coming." And adverts get sold to your brain. Directed, <laughs> directed adverts as well. Yeah. You've been looking at women's lingerie, like in, like in Future Army. Yeah. yeah. Like, put it in their dreams and stuff like that. <laughs> I like how Ben has just surreptitiously uh, revealed what his target ads are about. <laughs> Butt plugs, lingerie, thing, you know, just loads of stuff, loads of stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know, I, I mean, don't know how, I, I don't know how Wish thing, works, which but is, I, I've been targeted with like lingerie ads r recently, a couple, like a handful of times on Facebook. It's like I haven't had a long-term partner in a while. I haven't bought lingerie for someone in a while. <laughs> Why are you targeting me? This way? Like what? <laughs> It's that time of year. Mm -hmm. It's getting towards Christmas. Buy the one you love something because well, you treat love yourself, it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. treat weekend. yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what negligent sounds like? Negligent. Okay. <laughs> also, is that what you call a man in a negligent? A negligent. Negligent. Mm, perhaps I don't know. I've never tried any on to know how that. How, what I would want myself to yeah, be called. Yeah, sure. You haven't been. You're targeted ads say otherwise. Have you seen me? Have you seen what I'm now? Um, <laughs> yes, that's a, that's probably What's a good place for us to. What's with you? Um... <laughs> that's a good place you know for us to move on to another topic, <laughs> isn't it? I was just going to ask what your favorite string on the guitar was, but I already know the Oh dear. oh dear, very oh dear, very oh dear. Um, can I just talk a little bit about a game? Because yeah. I was going to talk about it a little while ago, and yeah, then I was going to yeah. lend it to Adol, and I didn't, I forgot. And I think the time has probably passed otherwise for me to not talk about it. Yeah, the genies. Oh, the yeah. genies, all the genies, yes, mm. concrete genies, although they're not really genies made out of concrete, they're <coughs> genies made out of paint. And the concrete Slap is the concrete. canvas as such, mm. I suppose. Uh, but concrete genie... 
uh, is a PlayStation exclusive from Pixel Opus, who previously um, made Entwined, which was a game I was a little bit not that fussed about, played a little bit of it, wasn't sort of taken with it mm. at all. Uh, was okay. was okay. Um, but uh, Concrete Genie is at such a big step up from that game. Uh, Entwined must be 2015, 2016, perhaps. So, what was Entwined like again? Okay, Entwined was a you were uh, it's like a twin it's stick. Bird, um, you're a bird and a fish, I think, uh-huh. and you had twin sticks, and you essentially controlled um, each um, each being on a on a 360. Uh, plane but always moving forward um so it, it's like um one of the special sonic stages you know like the half okay, pipe stage where you're, yeah. where you're yeah 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 where you're always moving forward but these two run like a 360 plane so you could basically move them around the, the that, that sort of that circle and collect different um light energy things and i think they were color coded so you had to try and get them to the you know the fish had to pick up the orange ones or the bird had to pick up the blue ones or something it was around about that um whereas concrete genie is a it's a third person sort of action game where you're going around and you have a magic paintbrush and you paint certain scenes onto the onto the walls in the city Mm. um and it i thought it might be a little bit sort of limiting that um you know with with a smaller team on the time scale that they've kind of had that it's um you know that maybe it wouldn't sort of live up to kind of like how it had been built but actually they've done really well with the with the game itself it is a bit of a smaller experience it's not that long mm. but what they're able to do in that time is really good the the painting so you you, you enter a new mode and he gets his paintbrush out and you can select between lots of different templates so if you want to paint a tree you can you click the tree and then you kind of move your uh your mo- it's motion controlled actually oh so you move your pads to follow up with where you want that tree or if you want to put stars across you kind of hold it down and spray some stars across the sky or you might put a sun and then pull your pad in a direction it will just sort of enlarge the sun as you're pulling the uh, as you're pulling the pad um and it uses motion controls really well and the way that it kind of layers these um, way, the way it layers the different elements that you can paint uh, makes it kind of quite sort of intuitive and makes things look really nice and you can get some really beautiful pictures out of it essentially um, and I, I think the the way that it kind of is, is pulled back slightly is you know there is a limited amount of things that you can paint mm-hmm. so you've got I think four sets of uh, 16 items perhaps so it's it's themed so you kind of have this foresty sort of theme you've got like a, a an undergroundy like mushroom sort of theme you've got a snow theme uh, and then there's one which is a bit more kind of um drab and rainy thunder and lightning stuff like that that you, you can throw in um but it also allows you to paint genies and these are little beings which you can kind of 
uh, customized so you can put little horns on them or tails and things like this and these genies allow you to progress through the world basically you have to create a genie it will go somewhere like a little fire genie it will go somewhere and it will uh, burn some canvas off of a th off of something you can then climb on that to progress through you know the rest of the, the rest of the spaces um, it's not massively limiting you're not using these genies kind of all the time um, it's pretty um, it, it uses them quite sparsely and I think it's paced quite well in the way that it kind of uses them and then introducing more genies and things so you know there's one that's uh, lightning so it can use a junction box to mm. open up a gate or something like that and you can go around and you know once you've unlocked both those sets of genies you can go and create one over here and then use it to move through this space you then got to use a fire one to move through the next space and it links them up sort of quite well and I, it, it does so in a way which is quite linear but it doesn't really feel that linear because actually at any point i could say i'm just going to stop moving through and i'm just going to paint a really nice picture yeah. on this wall over here and just be a little bit more artistic and, and and just experiment a little bit and do some things uh and it's just a really nice experience um the other thing that i kind of want to highlight is its story um but in a way like it, so it is it, it really is a linear sort of story experience that just allows you to kind of take it at your own pace really yeah. um and whilst it's kind of a third person it's almost open world it's it's kind of areas so you're you're in this area and actually you're funneled into here and that's sort mm -hmm. of the path you've got to take mm -hmm. and then it might open up a little bit more and then you've got to work out how to get to the next space so it allows you to kind of move at your own pace but the story is all about this young boy and a group of i think maybe five or six other kids who essentially bully him and um try and hamper your progress so they will chase you through the streets um at the beginning of the game they steal your book and start tearing pages out of it and that's how you um how you collect different things to paint on the walls you've got to collect the pages back again from your book um but it, it really delves into um why these kids are you know aren't aren't nice yeah in some respects to to the protagonist and maybe some of the issues that they have been facing and it addresses that in a really, really? nice kind of way yeah yeah um humanizes the it does uh, it does antagonist. absolutely it, it, it very much paints them right at the beginning of they, the game as the antagonist yeah and um and very much puts you kind of up against them and and they seem like these people that you kind of want to stay away from but it opens them up and as you say lucy it definitely humanizes them yeah. as you're kind of playing through the game and it is a, it's a it's a very little touching story um or not a little touching story a touching little story uh that it, it just that i'm sort of sat thinking actually they've done this quite well and they've 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 done it quite delicately as well you know we're not going into kind of like big backstory about each of these characters and why they're pricks. It's gone. Actually, this this uh, it takes you into a slightly different art style and and gives you sort of a, a little thirty second, forty five second scene about something that's happened to this kid and maybe mm. why they feel they need to be this way uh, and the other kids that they have kind of like formed a, a group with yeah. and how all of them are maybe just a little bit um messed up you know they're, they're, yeah they're, they're, <laughs> but but they're kids Let me guess, you know, uh, right. one of their parents is an alcoholic 
that's going to be one of them. Uh, ooh. <laughs> was it? I know there's 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 one where there was, I think one was a divorce. Yeah. Um, one, I, can't, I can't remember. One, their parent is a vegan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they always mommy. smell of falafel and they get bullied themselves. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Maybe I should have wrote this game. No, that's good. And it's voice acted, isn't it? It is, yes, yes, which I was actually a little bit surprised by as well. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be um, uh, just just text-based, mm -hmm. um, which is actually one of the things I um, I wanted from NeoCab, and was mm. uh, was was voice acting that that game kind of. Whilst I can see why they limited it to just text, um, because of the different outcomes that you can have the different answers that you can get it would have been a huge amount of dialogue i think for for that smaller team to have coordinated and to have had done you know a big budget to have all of these different voice actors for the amount of characters that they had mm -hmm. that's kind of the one thing i wanted from, from yeah, NeoCab. yeah, yeah. Um, did you play NeoCab again was it on PlayStation? on pc oh on pc mm. okay yeah. uh so <laughs> it's kind of yeah to have a, a an overall presentation for Concrete Genie in the, in the way that it did was really good. It just it just lifted that game up very much. So to go from Entwined yeah. to Concrete Genie Major was was a ma it's a huge step, and I think it's really really fantastic. I got I got no idea whether they've gone for, you know Pixel Opus have gone from three five guys up to fifteen people. Or, you know how that uh, you know that that team has kind of lifted. Obviously they. They've got PlayStation behind them, paying for for this game. So right. you'd imagine some kind of escalation, um, some kind of uh, of team sort of growing. But whether that's just people being brought on for various different roles and you know contracting mm -hmm. in and things like that, I have no idea. But mm -hmm. very well put together, very intuitive. Motion controls feel really good. Yeah. The game as a whole feels fantastic, and it tells a really sort of touching story about people kind of coming together so it's just Whole yeah package. Yeah, yeah absolutely sounds yeah, really animation now, now i'm really pissed that you didn't lend it to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah the animation maybe, maybe on friday nice you can bring it and, um, I'm, I'm glad it's like linear um yes and very much the art tools are i wouldn't say limited but like for someone who is like me and isn't creative at all but can just be like yeah here, I just want to draw some crap on a wall and um, enjoy the like story and just like the puzzle solving, which is what yeah. I you you don't have to you know you don't have to paint every blade of grass yeah. or every leaf. You don't have to determine where every branch of a tree will go. You know, you essentially just you take a tree for example. You 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 draw the trunk, and it will then just sprout out right. all of the branches yeah. and the leaves kind of from there. So I think they've balanced that really really well mm -hmm. i would have liked more things to have been able to paint mm -hmm. um well i think it was once i painted the same things for that length of the game i was ready for more and i oh, wanted I a little bit more to to do and I, okay there's only like like collect new drawings right or is it yep. yeah so you start off with i think a couple you know mm -hmm. suddenly that your book was chucked and then you find your book and it's got oh, a couple yeah, of things in so you can you can then start off with a limited thing but it's not hard to find um mm. to find everything and actually i platinumed it oh yeah okay. yeah but i platinumed it i think only maybe with an additional hour 
of play after finishing the main game. Um, there's obviously uh, there's obviously a lot of um, you know find all the find all the pages of this find all the types of page of this find all the types of page of this, and so there's a lot of, bit of hunting to kind of do to to find all those things. But most of them are you know in containers or on roofs um, behind billboards. You know they are right. not difficult to to get. You haven't got to you know go through various secret doors or do complicated puzzles to be able to get everything you know within this game everything is just there to kind of pick up you've just got to sort of explore um and there's various extra things that you can do you know slightly more prescribed paintings that you do in certain places um you know your genies want you to paint a tree with some apples on so they can throw apples at each other or eat them or they want some snow somewhere and stuff so there's a bit more a little bit more of a prescribed notion to some of what you're doing but you don't have to do any of that you don't have to try and 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 do all of these walls it doesn't give you anything other than a trophy essentially or 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 progression towards a a trophy really so it allows you you know i think i spent maybe i'd say maybe nine hours on the game in total but you could probably you could probably bang it out if you didn't if you didn't try and paint every wall you didn't try and do everything try and collect all the things you could probably do it in about six hours i would think just going through doing just that critical path of of Mm -hmm. of painting and creating and and moving forward so yeah i think both of you would enjoy it um yeah it's a wish list game i'm not gonna go out and purchase it it mm. has to be literally sent to my well i mean that might be arrangeable yes it might be i do have it on a disc so oh, yes. yes. Oh yeah, I might ask for it for Christmas. I don't know. We'll see. Well, it was. I mean, it was twenty. I think retail was twenty-five pounds. I think I picked mm. it up for about twenty-two. Yeah. So I mean, you could probably find towards Christmas it will drop down on sale to you know like eighteen, sixteen, fifteen pounds, something like that, perhaps. Mm. Um, I mean, even at, even at twenty-two pounds, I'm very happy with with what I paid for it. Right. So you know, what? I should look at my um, PlayStation account because I'm sure I've got money in there, and I don't know yeah. if that's going to expire. Because <laughs> 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 I don't know. Hmm, some things do expire, or maybe that's just Microsoft reward points. I'm thinking of. I don't know. It would be odd if a, a wallet balance yeah. expired. Because I know if reward points are like. Okay, we've put this in your account, but you're gonna have to use it by yeah. 2021. Mm-hmm. And I haven't bought anything on PlayStation in hello, nothing this year that I can think of. <laughs> have you turned it on this year? Yes, twice to finish Spider-Man DLC. Oh yeah. And to play that game, The Occupation, which wasn't mm. very good. Oh. And that was because I got a PlayStation oh, code for it. Yes, I remember. Yes. Mm. So twice. Fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Good. Um, so yeah, play Conquer Genie. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. I do. And it's—I mean, not that it matters to either of you, but actually, it's quite a good um, family game 
as well and and rather than me you know Evelyn loved me playing Spider-Man because mm. she just yeah. wanted me to whip through the city she liked the idea of just kind of me jumping off of buildings and then swinging around <laughs> yeah. and you know being Spider-Man essentially uh, but actually she's really liked um, me uh, her holding the pad me yeah. holding the button to paint and her just being able to kind of move things around right you know um i would imagine for slightly older children maybe five six seven that actually this is a really good like starter game for mm -hmm. them that's a little bit more complicated a little bit more yeah. complex in kind of what you're actually looking to to do you know yeah. it's not it, and it, it doesn't come across as like baby's first um, like game. action game yeah. at all um, it's not presented like that. It doesn't feel like that, but it's it is just an intuitive system, so yeah. it's quite easy to pick up. And and Evelyn's just sort of like make butterflies, make butterflies, like yeah, right? <laughs> spray, spray some butterflies across mm. the place and and do that. So yeah, another sort of another string to its bow, I suppose, um, being mm. a little bit more um, broad and and open to kind of you know a lot more a lot more age groups, I yeah. suppose. I can definitely see that how kids would love seeing that drawings come to life and think mm. it's amazing um yeah it's been a while since playstation had like one of these smaller games hasn't it yeah because i was waiting for concrete genie like for ages and they just lost interest because it took so long to come out but um you speaking about it has you know re-upped my interest mm. but good yeah because I, I remember like some of the playstation 3 stuff which was like Oh, this is a smaller title, PlayStation exclusive, because, you know, exclusives were exclusives back then, even if they were <laughs> not Sony published, or, well, not Sony published, but Sony funded and stuff like that, like, yeah. like there was, remember Puppeteer? Was yes, right. yeah, that, that was good, I like Puppeteer. Yeah, that rain game was good. Yeah, things like, even things like mm. Tearaway, um, mm. and not, not... Yeah much not really that small but yeah. uh, a much more sort of family mm -hmm. level kind of game really or a broader yeah. game sort of aimed perhaps at a, a slightly younger age group i suppose mm -hmm. mm. yeah good times yeah. those were absolutely unlike i really i don't know who i don't know whether they announced it with death stranding coming to pc they yeah. Sony, yeah, is sony to bringing that it's to pc or summer no, yeah, but five, who's five who's who is it? Five oh five oh five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. publishing it. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. If Interesting. I had a decent PC. I'd play. I'd play more games on PC if I had a decent one. Oh uh, yeah, that's my big problem. Mm -hmm. mm. It's like yeah, I'd like to play Death Stranding on the PC. I have a PC that can run it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You might do when it comes out. Um, maybe I doubt it. <laughs> I really doubt it. It's like I wanted. Well, for, for and actually want to play this was game, playing like... things that were reasonably new, right? When you first got uh, it, nothing too intense. No, nothing like a triple A game. Just like you know, right. just middle of the range. Mm. Like Cuphead. Mm. Yeah, that's but, fair. Yeah, I couldn't that run like, like the a Outer Worlds or PC game. Yeah, I I know I've mentioned it to you, Lucy. Um, mm. I'm I'm kind of 
with Outer Worlds um, and Outer Wilds being on, um, yeah, I know, being on Game Pass um, and obviously Gears Five and things, things coming to the the, the the PC sort of side of things. I've been thinking, okay, can I? Is my PC okay? Like currently to to run those sorts of things? How are these things actually? running are is does game pass use any kind of cloud computing at the moment am i just downloading it straight to my machine i've kind Definitely of still that. got a, I, I think, think so. like stuff what, what, like what um what's your primary graphics are apparently gears 5 is very very well optimized for like any pc oh really according to digital foundry yeah it just runs really well on any pc that you have Nice, nice. Um, the graphics card I have, I think, is a Radeon, but I can't remember which one. Which one? It's like a equivalent to I think like a nine hundred series GTX. Gotcha. Yeah. I think. So that then it, then yeah, you'll definitely be able to run gears and mm. these things. You just you, the the right like from the nine hundred to now, it's am I running on ultra or? High or very high. Mm. Um, Ultra is going to be past anything a console does by yeah. far. So, like, don't worry about it. I mean, this is one of the things yeah. I love about PC gaming is you tweak these settings. Like, I am not a person who needs constant 60 FPS. Just don't think I'm frames per second just think i can last with 30 i grew up playing at 30 oh, as I thought you meant like, yeah yeah that's fine yeah. i thought you meant like if it's all over the place and dipping and you know no, no i mean i mean constant 60 consistent mm. as it never goes below like i i think my threshold is pretty much 30 i don't want it to drop yeah. below 30 yeah but would, i'm happy to do go you want that. do you prefer like all over the place like <laughs> like i'd want it just locked 30 yeah. Oh, I don't mind it going a bit more than 30, so long as it doesn't go below 30. Would you, like, have it, like, oh, it's going to hit 40s and then 50s and then maybe go up to 60, or you're just saying, like, variable frame rate or locked frame rate? Because I'd, I'd just prefer locked 30 over anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'd be happy with locked 30. Uh, I think I'm actually probably more indifferent than you on 30 have plus versus played? 30. Have you played like Link's Awakening? <laughs> that's all over the place. I can't oh, is it? play. Yeah. When it when it's games where it's like oh it's right, dipping. That's because, it's yeah, but it's dipping a lot below thirty. That's my point. Is it's different when it's dipping no, when but, it's. Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't want it going from like thirty. Now it's forty-five. Now it's sixty. That's just awful. Like I'd I'd rather be like just lock it at thirty. Oh, rather I, than I think variable. I think I don't really notice. Really. Thirty plus. You don't notice. When it's chopping and changing, when oh no, it's sixty, no, it's forty, no, it's forty-five. No, I mean, it's if it's sufficiently high, no. But yeah, I mean, I think the thirty to oh, sixty range is detectable. I know so, it's like you know when frame rate is just <laughs> tanking, even yeah, if but, it's but, still above thirty, but it's still enough. like you know variable. It's like no, I can't stand variable. To be honest, I think it's because like it. yeah, I mean, I think why thirty is is like a reasonable play assistant because uh it's not noticeable it's because i can watch movies and tv at 30 frames per second and that seems perfectly fine i understand all the things going on i don't play super twitch i'm okay mm. with the the way that looks and feels but yeah so 
I'm happy to fix a game at 30, especially on an underpowered device, and just walk mm -hmm. away. Yeah, yeah, same. And, and, and not worry about and it, the fact that yeah. it might be able to do twice that much most of the time. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Like, just lock it. Yeah. Right. I'd agree. So, let's move on to our last segment of this week. Lucy! Mm. What would you like to chat about? Uh, I don't know. Um, I played Super Metroid. Still fun. Um, just to get in, back into the groove of playing games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just wanted some comfort food. Mm. I think... Because I was debating after I played Hollow Knight. Was it two years ago? Yeah, it must be. Anyway, um, how I was wondering if that was the best uh, Metroidvania ever made, Hollow Knight. Mm. That is, um, I still don't know if it's the best. I'll let um, you know. I'll let the scholars decide that. But yeah, um, I think Hollow Knight is my favourite. After going back to Super Metroid, I think Hollow Knight's my favourite Metroidvania. Yeah. At this point, um, so yeah, that was fun. I love the Switch Online uh, thing. You can just rewind. You know, you got yes. save, save yeah. and stuff right. like that. Right, I forgot about that. Mm, just so, you know, I think I've played uh, Yoshi's Island and Super Metroid so far, so that's cool. I will go to Link to the Past eventually and finish that game. Oh, I eventually. definitely want to play Link to the Past. I mm, forgot it was on there. That's more of a time sink than the... Well, my total playtime from Super Metroid was like five hours, but I obviously like rewound and really yeah. say so. Maybe about seven in total. Um, what else? I played on Game Pass Creature in the Well, that um, pinball uh, action game, the like pinball hack and slashy kind of game, seen from like. Uh, not quite isometric, but slightly top-down, slightly tilted. Um, Pimble hack and slash. What was it called again? Yeah, Creature in the Well. I think it's from... What's the name? Flight Studio? Something like that. Um, that. Yeah. That was, really? Yeah, this is no. total news to me. Really? Um, it was shown off. Uh, oh, wow, this is a weird-looking game. Switch. Um, yeah, I think it was like part of like a few directs or something like that. But anyway, it came to Game Pass day one. Um, it's okay. It's it's um, basically you're going through like these kind of dungeons, and um, in order to progress, you need to unlock these doors by cashing in um, a certain amount of energy. And the way to get energy is you're basically you know, hacking and slashing, it's only using like two buttons, um, like X and Y, um, with your two like different different types of swords to, you know, rebound these energy balls off these, um, what would you call them? What would you call them on like a pinball table? Flippers? Like, like these nodes, like these... Okay. Oh, like the not not the the, the things that you the hit that go ding ding yeah. ding ding yeah, ding 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 those things. Mm. What would you call those? I don't know. I, I actually know. have no Bombs. idea. Yeah, things. Um, the knockers. um the knockers. Point. <laughs> yeah. Point, Point is, is obstacles. 
<laughs> I prefer knockers. So uh, you're, yeah. you're rebounding all these energy off. <laughs> so it's really the, off these <laughs> it does, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, and you're and like you're 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 accumulating energy for every like um, point you get. It's not it's not very like uh, Twitch based. You are just like endlessly, you know, hacking and slashing. There's no mm. there's not much finesse to it. It's not like. Right. Um, uh, what's the other pinball game that was pretty good? Uh, Yoku's Island Express, which requires some skill. Not yeah. all the skill you'd need to play pinball, but some skill. Um, this is much more frantic and you can, you know, cheese most things. Um, and you're basically uh, descending through this, um, well, putting back the power on this, like, uh, facility. This um, seemed like a cave, and there's this constant um, presence of this beast this monster who doesn't want you to turn back on the machine and you go through like you know um these dungeons it's got like a little map and you know progress room to room and at the very end you face the creature um so it's like a boss boss level at the end of each each different dungeon and i think there's about eight in total you turn back on the power you Defeat the beast and everything's all happy again, as far as what I can understand. It's it's a really novel and unique concept. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. Interesting way of, you know, um, you know, turning pinball into a completely different um, set of mechanics and genre. But um, it just sometimes felt a little off. Like some of my hits, like you get different types of weapons. Like some of the weapons you could absorb health with. Some of the weapons you could like aim specifically get mm. more precision shots or slow down time my shots and my like the input it just seemed slightly delayed um for some reason and like nothing was as precise as i wanted it to be um the game's i wouldn't say forgiving but it's not it's not asking much of you in terms of precision so you could get away with it for the most part but there was like one part of the game where it's like had to retry it like 15 times because it was just seemed a bit unfair the fact that I couldn't mm. line up shots that accurately um, despite wanting to so it overall it's a, it's a decent game it took me about three four hours probably about four hours to complete yeah got a really nice art style to it oh, so it's really so it's quite short. yeah it's my kind of length four hours <laughs> and not it's like okay you've shown me the the gimmick I've enjoyed the gimmick, now please end. Um, whereas most games are like, oh, but how about we show you some more of this for 10 other hours? And it's like, no, I'm good. I've, I've got everything I needed. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Definitely a Game Pass game. Right. Um, not to be reductive, but it is one of those where it's like, yes, I'm glad I didn't could save this on, you know. Yeah, you wouldn't have looked at it. I, I, w I would have, you know, and I yeah. probably would have bought it because it has a really nice art style. It's got, you know, a really unique um, mechanic. But when when the reviews started to come out, it would have been like, oh, I might hold hold off on right. this one, wait for a sale or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say definitely check it out if you got Game Pass. Mm. It nice. is fun. Nice. So, so um, uh, in the off and on style that we have um the uh review roundup on this because it's out on steam uh 
nothing yeah. funny, sadly. Um, it just <laughs> seems like... Um, uh, so... Again, I'll pick two reviews. Um, two short ones. Uh, person says, This game's got style for days, but also lots mm -hmm. of repeated rooms and incredibly frustrating level design after the, after the first couple stages. This is not the Yoki Islands Express of action-adventure games. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not sure if Yoki's Island Express. Um, but, but um, yeah, they're right about this style. I can see what... It does become... I, I think four hours was the right amount of time for it because, essentially, I mean, there's not much beyond just going through these different dungeon rooms. It's not like an RPG where you're... Right you know, finding different loot and stuff like that. You're just going through these rooms to accumulate more energy to then unlock new rooms. But mm. I never found that I ran out of energy. It was only once. And then I could just right. go back to the same rooms and just farm energy um, that way. So, Good. yeah, it is just very linear. They, they do have, like, secret paths that open up. Um, if you, like, complete like harder challenge rooms and stuff like that so they're not necessarily getting you to um progressing you towards the final boss they're just you know it's like can you beat this room and right more often than not it is yes it's like only sometimes i would you know skip past them um and they just open up a secret path and it's always the same thing in there or you might get a new weapon um mm. but i always found that i would always revert to the weapon that would um gain gain more health once right. you know if i absorb certain uh, certain types of energy but yeah so it, it, there's not a lot of variety in that sense yeah yeah so, so what the other review was going to bring up was i was expecting a dungeon themed game the game is still decent by all means you go around as an ng i think he means genie who is trying to power the electricity again, which reminds me of Hollow Knight at first, but most of the levels are kind of repetitive and required little to no skill once you finish the tutorial. Just hit the balls at its targets! I lasted for 0.6 hours, it said, but it felt like forever, to be honest, and it's just not my cup of tea. That's fair. Um, I think some it's not a lot of skill that's required of you, but you know some of, some of the rooms do get tricky, and I think if you go to those challenge rooms, uh, um, it will test your metal so so, so the, the 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 vibe on a bunch of the other well there's only a handful of bad reviews were that there were difficulty spikes so like the boss yes. levels were way worse than the rest yeah those so i find it ironic the last guy was awful. like this is just super easy and other other people like it's easy and then until it's not yeah yeah pretty much because some of the things you can definitely cheese and then there are some things where it's like oh i have to hit this timer uh, hit this um are they called bumpers the bumpers are a specific thing but anyway, not all call, not all point <laughs> giving not all point knockers are bumpers okay but i think all, all bumpers um, are point but uh <laughs> i'm still hitting the point knocker bumpers um like some some of them being like a a timer it's like oh you have to hit these within this certain oh. time otherwise the sequence starts again and it's like when you couldn't line up those shots accurately you know it could become frustrating mm. and then there'd be these things that if I'm you really accidentally hit, hit them game. um you know that 
they'd they'd um have like a uh a radius in which you know if you're standing in that radius it'd take a whole lot of health off and right. sometimes it's like oh even if you lined up your shots perfectly um you know it might ricochet randomly back into this you know oh, right. this, yeah, this yeah. thing and it's like there's no way out of it or you know some of you sh you know shots are split and stuff like that so because there's a lot of balls of energy going around and it's like you're not you're not you're not in control of all of them it's very it's very random that sometimes and that can a be real storm of balls folks. <laughs> balls, and balls everywhere yeah, yeah but, but, I, but i enjoyed it um yeah check it out nice um, I've been playing E Shade, but I think I might speak about that um, next week because I'm really enjoying it and I want to give it some more time. Nice. Cool. I really want to hear about E Shade as well. Yeah, it, it's like um, Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like all the stuff you do in Skyrim when you're not just shouting on top of like mountains. Um, <laughs> I mean, now I don't. Have you not played Skyrim? That's I mean, there's doing. no, there's no fighting in it, is there? No, that's what I'm saying. You're doing all the stupid crap. <laughs> like, oh, this person's lost their chamber pot. Go find it for them. Um, <laughs> oh my all, god! All the, all the, all the, um, the non-extracurricular stuff yeah. in Skyrim. It's um, called the. It's called Shade. Shade. You're right. basically in this. Um, this magical land, because I played the prequel called Leaving Lindau theme. Okay. Um, I think I think it picked up for like a quid. It was like oh, wow. it was actually nice playing that because it's like, oh, I see, you see where this e shade um, is coming from, the origins of it, and how much you know bigger and denser that e shade mm. is compared to the prequel. Oh, you're a painter. Yes, because I wanted to segue um, oh, from Oh, fuck, I know, I, I know with the, I've seen a YouTube video about this game mm. at some point. Okay. Yeah. Um, what you're talking about now. This is the kind of painting game that I wanted from... Oh, gosh, what's that? Um, shoot, what's that painting game on oh, PC God. where you're in, like, France and you need to pay for, like, baguettes and you're making your own art... I've got no idea. <laughs> it's I deal will find it. Um, I mean, I, now I must know. <laughs> yeah. Paying for baguettes. It's called something. It's called oh, we we we. Oh, passport two. Yeah, passport two. Oh. Yeah. Um, this is what I wanted from passport two because passport two you you make your own art, whereas this you just you know you are you are a painter, but. You basically walk around this world. You make your easel, and you like basically go into like photo mode. It's like, mm. okay, I want to paint this, and it'll just do it for you automatically. It's like, <laughs> there we go. That's what you're I'm essentially thinking. framing a shot. Yes. Right. And it gets yeah. painted, and it's like you're you're taking a picture with a filter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um. Yeah, that that's just like one of the things that you do in this game. This game is like more dense than I thought. It, it, on the surface, it seems like very simple, mm. but then when you start, you know, going into it and playing it more and exploring more and accessing new areas and stuff like that, um, 
it's like, oh, this has got a bit more depth in, to it, and it's like, right. just the painting is just one of these things, but it is like, like, fetch quest the game, but not as, right. that's a very reductive way of saying it. There are, like, you know, it's more into that, more involved in that, and, like, speaking to all these anthropomorphic townspeople, like, there's owls and bears and stuff like right. that. And it's like, oh, you, you know, you start quests and it's like the multi-layered quests. It's like, okay, i got to go do this or i got to craft this or i speak to that person or i got to go here, i got to find this, that, etc. It's just really calming. It's something that I just want to come home and play. I don't want nice. anything too intense or mm. high maintenance or anything like that. It's like, I can just chill out to this game. Right. Um, I mean, just like Skyrim, it looks like... Um, it was made 600 years ago, and so <laughs> it's, it's not very well optimized for, for the Xbox that I'm playing it on. Okay. And um, like this texture pop in and some the frame rate dips, but I think they said that they were going to put out a patch. But anyway, it doesn't matter to me because it's like, yeah, this is just very, this is calming. It, it, it's pretty enough. Mm. Right. You know, it, it's got it's not got nowhere near as much jank as Skyrim, where a quest would just you know break and bug out. Um, right. It, it works. It's functional. It's and it's just like yeah, I'm gonna go around this weird medieval town and you know talk to these yeah talk to these eccentric characters and do shit. It's just very it's nice. It's Good. it's it's the definition of nice. Nice. Well, and you might have a bit more to say about it next yeah, week, Yeah, I'll definitely talk so, about it in more yeah. depth. But yeah, I, I just love playing it. It's like, oh, I've got this quest line. I'm thinking about, oh, I need to do that. I need to do that, that quest line, that quest line. It's just fun. Nice. Good. It's, it's, it's not like anything else, so I'll try and do a better job at explaining <laughs> it next week. That's fair. But, but I mean, it's like you said, I don't want to talk Skyrim. about it, and they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Yeah. Talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as I say, it's Skyrim when you're not dragon shouting or whatever it's called. <laughs> At the top of the uh, mountain. I never made priest. it very far in Skyrim. I, I actually like Skyrim. Was, was adding uh, ENBs and mods to make it look prettier <laughs> and wandering about and then spawning shit with the console. And then not playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> I had a... the tank engines everywhere. <laughs> yes, I had a, a hot and heavy spell with Skyrim on 360, and it was good fun. It's not my kind of game at all. Mm. It's an RPG, and it's high fantasy, and I don't like either of those. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I really like. And it's his favorite person. RPG is the <laughs> rocket propeller grenade yeah. in Doom. And it's a first-person open world. None of the things I like, and yet Skyrim's just special. Yeah, yeah. It, I put it on easy. Make a game. <laughs> to me, for, for me, it was the opposite. Like, mm. it seems like it should be like right up my alley. Mm -hmm. From yeah. the first moment, I was like, <laughs> nah, I'm not gripped. Yeah, mm. I don't know. That's how I felt. That's exactly yeah. how I felt about it. After, yeah. after enjoying Oblivion, you know, not not finishing it, but playing it a reasonable well, amount. Yeah. Uh, so, so you don't know about shouting on top of the mountain? At, at oh, I do because I, I'm <laughs> part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> I know that that's what happens, and I've seen yeah. people do weird. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of videos of Skyrim because it's people bucking around at certain points, and it's like, oh, cool. yeah. but also I don't want to play forty hours to find out the optimal place to fuck around. <laughs> I'll just play a game where 
you can fuck around right away. I finished yeah. that game. I finished Ooh. Skyrim. Yeah. Ooh. Most of the videos of Skyrim I've seen are of people, you know, like real life people or other games or things like that, where characters are like either knocked out or they fall asleep, yeah. and then it kicks into the opening scene where you're on the cart. Yeah, that's mostly yeah. that's that's my, my my biggest experience of Skyrim. <laughs> I, I mean, I must have put arrows five or six hours into Skyrim, perhaps. Really? You know, it's, okay. you know, I spent maybe uh, an afternoon with it. Mm. Um, not a huge amount of time, but it's it's one of those. I I've never owned Skyrim. Um, I played it on yeah. my brother's you know 360, is? I think. They've never given it away for free because people are still buying that game. <laughs> it was the buy game. Uh, I mean, no. to be fair, though, I people owned it on PC, it. and when they came out with their like remastered edition, one of the best things they did was if you owned it on Steam, you just had the remaster. Yeah. yeah they just, just like, yours. Mm. You think the amount of people that bought it for about £3.50 as well, you know, like a year earlier than that... Just to have it in their library and, and mess around like and mod it and things. I don't actually think it was it's ever been on Epic Sale. Like, it's I don't think it's it never been, been given away as like a games of gold yeah. or anything. Because as I say, mm. people should buy that game. They still buy that game. They still play that game. It's a special game. Which version of the twenty-five different versions of yeah. this game is the best? Um, I bet if I played it today, I'd absolutely hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a moment in time. Maybe I was Absolutely. having a breakdown in 2011. <laughs> yeah. oh, don't even, Seems don't plausible. even talk to me about when it came out. 2011, mate. Because I feel like it was it's Arkham yesterday. City. Really? I think it was the same year as Arkham Bloody City. Bloody hell. Yeah. Oh, eight years and 6,000 <laughs> versions. <laughs> so. November 11th, 2011. <laughs> Well, that, I'm going to look at my... That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Arkham City came out uh, just shy, like three weeks before that. Mm -hmm. And was that the same year as Deus Ex? Which one? Human Revolution. Revolution. No, that can't be that old. It might be. It might be, yeah, you're right, it might be. When was Mankind uh, Divided? Yep. Human Revolution came out the 23rd of August. 2011. Yeah, I just oh. remember like all the games I rented around that time. <laughs> what else? I mean, nice. is, you know what actually really throws me off? What was that is, crappy Star Trek game like that? Yeah. I didn't know you guys back then. No. Yeah. That 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 makes it clear that it's a long time ago. Absolutely, that's an even bigger bombshell. That's an yeah. even bigger bombshell to end on for this week. You know what's fascinating? <laughs> old, being old, uh, not knowing each other. What is fascinating? Just just going back and looking at like, I guess it would be trophies in your case, but um, <coughs> just looking at achievements, and it was like. What was I doing in like 2011 to play these games? Like I had like achieve achievements for like Ninja Gaiden free mm. or something. Sigma. It was like I was like, well, when did I play old. this game? Yeah. And then I reach into the deep crevices of my mind, and I'm like, oh yes, that's where I was. 
<laughs> it's, I know, like, it's, it's like a time machine. It's like yeah, a time absolutely, machine. absolutely. And I've been doing a similar sort of thing, having um, been charting sort of and, and listing older games on this on this app that I wrote about the the mm -hmm. GG. You know, some of your favorite games can't fit under this activity because the entire series is uncharted. Um, so sorry, you were saying a thing, and I just beers, <laughs> beers that we have drunk this week. We can't pick our favourite beers, can we? Because we've yeah. only had one each. Was it I your favourite of, of the beer you've had this evening? Yeah, I I liked it. Uh, it was again. It's the juicy four pm one mile end uh, New England Pale Ale. I liked it because it was really refreshing. Um, it, you know, really kind of straightforward. It was a little, cit it was like a light citrus. And I'm not sure I would call it a New England pale ale just on the taste, but like it, it did its things well. I like that it still does have some multi character that come, came through. But this is a beer you would, I will buy this. You would get mm. this at 4 p.m. Yeah. Mm. But like this is a good end of the day session strength IPA, 4.9% session um and just a, a good beer to sort of like end the day with and can he keep going or like start the night night of drinking nice yeah 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 a good one a good one to open up on perhaps uh, i think similarly about the sumo uh i think it's quite a nice uh, beer to kind of start your your session on really um it, very, again very like 4.7 percent a little lower than yours at all um, American Pale Ale. I'm not really sure I got much of the American out of out of that. Um, it was very light, a little bit citrusy, very orangey, few tropical kind of notes in there, a bit of bitterness, but very easy to drink. Um, not much more to say about it than that, really. Not not a huge sort of standout beer. There's nothing really special going on. Just just you know, very Sorry. well balanced, very well made, solid, good beer to start your evening on. Uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. not really ones to pick this week. Just the beers that we drank. So, if you want to get hold of us and talk to us about beers you've been drinking or the games you've been playing, you can get us at Tanked Up Cast almost everywhere on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, you can go to the Out of Lives Facebook page to chat to us there. Comment on the podcast posts if you wish, or go to outoflives.net to check out lots of other stuff going on over there, um, including articles, uh, the Glorious Movie Show, and this next act, which has been, you know, which has been going up frequently. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like their producer has gotten off his ass and is starting actually <laughs> producing <laughs> the podcast on a weekly basis, which it's is good. a live stand-up night open uh new material new comic night in bristol that we turn into a podcast here at out of Lives. Mm. and it's good it's funny uh if you want to talk to me i'm at nova underscore 47 almost everywhere at all you are at the omniarch almost everywhere good lucy you are at juicy loose nine everywhere you can add me on xbox and see that i'm not a fake gamer girl as I ah. finished Skyrim <laughs> on the 26th of November uh, 2011 at 5.23. Jesus. So very quickly. When did it come out? Was it like, the, did you say some so the 21st of November or something? Yeah, or like, maybe maybe early than that, maybe yeah, the 14th or 15th. It came out the 11th of November, I thought. Oh uh, yeah, the 11th, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, Good lord. Go. So two weeks. Cranked it out in two I, weeks. I, I did, yeah. I, I put yeah. it on easy. And just, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, I'm not I a gamer, girl, on... but you played it on easy! <laughs> <laughs> like I started it on the 21st. So, yeah, Wait, I had what? a few hot, hot and heavy days. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But also, Brutal. I think the point of that game was it kept going and the people paid it for hundreds of hours. Yeah, I had to return it. Because <laughs> I only right, 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 right. I only yeah. ride it for a week, so I was like, I got to return it. <laughs> so I actually think I this is the problem with having yeah. a giant library. I was unemployed. Let's just leave it at that. So I had all the. I had literally 24 hours in every single one of those five days right. to um, play, play Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. So. We are all of those people. Get us at all of those things. Go to all of those other bits and chat to us. Review us on we... your podcatcher of choice. Oh, yeah, that one too. For this week, we have been tanked up. Bye-bye. Shouting at dragons. Ciao. Oh, I can't remember the dragon shout. Oh, yeah. Pardo la me so. I think it was. A deer. Oh, you man. fucking beat me to it. I was going to be like, oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>